house top grace this message explains the various house top experiences as described in the bible pastor encourages to go to the house top and seek the face of god for jesus is the one who takes you up hallelujah let's open our bibles to the to the to the to the to the to the acts of the apostles the 10th chapter acts of the apostles the 10th chapter thank you jesus glory to god praise be to the name of jesus acts 10 this is the fifth book in the new testament let's see look at the list. let's look at the words let's look at the words the 10th chapter and verse 9 on the morrow as they went on their journey and drew near unto the city peter went up upon the house top to pray about the peter star. went up upon the house top to pray about the sixth hour and he became very hungry and would have eaten but while they made ready he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and the wild beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air and there came a voice to him rise peter kill and eat amen glory to god the 10th chapter verse 9 peter went up upon the house top to pray amen god wants to give his church a house top experience god's grace will always enable you to have a house top experience somebody said the stuff being a human being because there are highs and lows in life you got to learn to deal with pressures and you got to do it all by walking in faith amen life is not one smooth ride but that which keeps us is the grace of god and so in the pressures of life in the challenges of life time and again the holy spirit of god the grace of god will want his church to come up to the house top rooftop to walk into an elevated place not the normal way place that you are in but to elevate you from where you are a senate that you and me should acquire by the grace of god god wants you to move into that place and i believe the third month 
the grace of God will abound upon his church to take you from what which is normal to take you from the ground levels to take you to a higher plane where you experience supernatural grace where you experience the blessing of God in a way that you have never known before where you have an open heaven above you where you will enter into supernatural experiences by the grace of God glory to God you will have the blessing of revelation in your life and you will know that God is for you In the scriptures you find there are about seven places there could be more where the house top is mentioned in Psalms 102 and verse 7 Psalms 102 and verse 7 it says there I watch and I'm as a sparrow alone upon the house top I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the house top I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. So housetop sometimes is a place where it's, it's more like a lonely place. There is a saying that the place at the top is always lonely. When you are elevated to leadership, when you are elevated to a higher call, you can't walk like the rest of the people. Suddenly, you can't mingle with the crowd that like you used to mingle before. You can't do the things that others were doing. And you feel kind of alone. Everybody's got company. Everybody is, you know, going from party to party, doing all kinds of crazy things. But suddenly you love Jesus. You want to walk with the Lord. And suddenly you find you're all alone. But let me tell you, you are not all alone. God is with you. Amen. In Psalms 102 and verse 7, it says, I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop, like a sparrow. In the New Testament, Jesus speaking about to the disciples, he said, you know, are not how many sparrows sold? Matthew chapter 10, the gospel of Matthew chapter 10, it says there, the 29th verse, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. I could assume that I read somewhere that without your father's knowledge. But it says here without your father. Just that knowledge. If a sparrow falls, the father is there by the side of the sparrow. None of the other birds have got that privilege. Not the eagle, not the crow, not the crane, not the... But the sparrow, you feel all alone, but you are a sparrow in the, in the hands of the Lord. You're not alone. God will show up at the funeral of a sparrow. It's a place where God wants to elevate you to leadership. In whichever sphere of life you are in. In 2 Samuel chapter 11, verses 2 and 3, it says about David, a man of God, a man after God's own heart, was in the rooftop or on the housetop of his palace. And we know the story. He saw this beautiful woman having a bath, Bathsheba.
It's a place of testing. Bathsheba was the wife of Uriah, one of the mighty men of David, 37th in the list of David's mighty men. We don't like testing, do we? Today, most of the schools don't have testing. They don't have tests. But testing is good. You should only be promoted if you have passed the test. Can you imagine you getting a driving lessons without passing the test? How many people's car you will put in the workshop through your driving? How many people you might hurt? Before God elevates you, God wants to see how well you grasp the truth of God's word or whatever God is telling you or teaching you. Can you imagine you having a medicine that is not tested? A drug out there in the marketplace that's not been tested. A plane, an engine that is not tested. You wouldn't have the boldness or the courage to sit in a plane that is not tested. A place of testing is important. Every new level is preceded by a test. It's a test of faith. God wants to take you from faith to faith. You know, when you look at the scripture in 2 Samuel 11, you know, when you study the genealogy of Jesus, Solomon came through David through Bathsheba, which you're looking at the scripture and you're thinking, okay, listen, hey, God, what, what, what's happened here? So I did not know, but I, I, I am bound to believe that Uriah would have been killed one way or the other. And God was watching to see, David, are you patient enough? That which is in my purpose and plan, I will bring to you. But you don't grab it. You don't violate my law. You don't destroy somebody else. Are you willing to trust me to bring to you at the right time that which is in my purpose and plan because Solomon needs to come out through you, David, and through Bathsheba. I did not know how God is going to bring it about. But you don't grab it and take it by breaking God's law and breaking God's heart. It's a place of test. Especially with all the tests that is happening, may grace abound upon you. May you come out victorious. May you be able to discern God's purpose and plan and not do something in the flesh, but rather trust in the grace and in the help of the Holy Spirit.
1 Samuel chapter 9 verse 25 it says there and when they were come, and when they were come down from the high place into the city Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house it's a place of prophetic communication Samuel was spending time with Saul all through the day. Saul, I mean, Saul was a donkey keeper. But God had different plans for him. Somebody said that, you know, the hair that Saul had would have made Elvis Presley to envy him. But if you're listening to me from Africa, Bob Marley. <laughs> God had a word for Saul through the prophet. We know the story. There are 30 elders. A table is kept well prepared Saul is seated on the table Samuel is sitting there the cook is asked to give the shoulder of the animal 1 Samuel chapter 9 look at that the 24th verse 23-24 bring the portion and, the, and Samuel said unto the cook Bring the portion which I gave thee, of which I said unto thee, set it by thee. Mm. And the cook took up the shoulder. And the cook took up the shoulder. And that which was upon it. And, and the kingdom of the government shall be on his shoulder. That's what the Bible says. It's a governmental meal. You got to eat that shoulder. The elders are sitting there, 30 of them. But they are not eating that shoulder because the authority over the nation is coming upon you, Saul. And the 30 elders are supposed to stand with Saul, not try to grab what God has given Saul. They have the meal, they go out after the meal to worship the Lord. Coming back, not on the ground level, he could have spoken the word or spoken with Saul on the ground, but no, took him to the housetop and began to commune with him. It's not a normal conversation, it's a prophetic word. May God open that over your lives. May you have people who will just not have normal conversations who will speak prophetically into your life. May you be somebody who will speak prophetically in the name of Jesus. A clear word for your life, for your ministry, for your marriage, for your children, for your business. Glory to God. Lift your hand and say, Lord, Help me to move into the prophetic. 
Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The book of Joshua chapter 2, verses 1 to 6. David, I mean, Joshua is sending out the spies, two of them. They go into Jericho. They go to the, to the house of Rahab. Rahab is the madam of that brothel. And the two young people go into that house. They go into the room. Maybe young girls are coming and knocking at the door. And these two people are keeping themselves. And Rahab says there's something different about these two guys. They are not behaving like the rest of the people. Rahab recognizes there is something different about them. May God place such a grace upon you that people around you will know there is something different about you. When everybody is watching porn, may you worship the Lord. Glory to God. When everybody is going the wrong way, may you do the right thing. When everybody is doing the wrong thing, may you have the grace to do the right thing. May the grace of God abound upon you. Let people recognize something different about you. May they know that you are a holy vessel of God. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Rahab brings these people, the sixth verse says, up to the rooftop. These two of them. And hides them. Because people are out there to destroy these, catch these spies. Can you imagine? She's leading a life which is, to say the least, challenging. She's in a profession that is terrible. But maybe in her heart she recognizes there is something more to life than leading this immoral life. There's something more. There is something more to life than this. You know, without describing, you know, she's used to receiving the seed. But she says, this, uh, that's not what God has kept. There is a seed that I'm supposed to carry. The destiny of my life is going to be changed. There is a sensing within her. She tells these two young boys, there is something in my life and there is something in your life that I recognize. For 40 years we knew that your nation was coming. How God, your God delivered you out of Pharaoh's hand, led you through the Red Sea, led you through the wilderness, gave you victory against all the nations that were around you, how God supernaturally protected you, preserved you, provided for you, and led you through the wilderness. We have been hearing these stories, and our hearts melted with fear. There is something different about you guys. There's something different about the body of Jesus Christ. There is something different about the church of Jesus Christ. 
God's preserving grace, God's protective grace, God's providing grace is going to more and more increase over the church. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. She says, I know your God will give you victory. I know these walls will come down. I do not know how she knew that. But promise me that you will take care of me and all that is in my house. And these two young boys, even without consulting their leader Joshua, they say, sure, just have a scarlet coat. Oof. Thank God for the scarlet coat. A symbol of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are redeemed not with silver or with gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The scarlet coat. May that be a sign. May that hang around from your window. In the Ratri Meshu in the Rectatal and the Kudumbam, Yenda Bavanam, and the Thalamuragal. Oh, are redeemed in the Bodhya Molavar Karangal Yertikarthavan is Totram Jedin. Glory to God. Glory to God. The young men say, Put that scarlet coat on your house. And your destiny will be revealed. House top is a place where the destiny of God is revealed. It is a sign that God will pull you out of every hell and bondage that you are in to put you on the right road where the genealogy of Jesus Christ can come forth from you, Rahab. The enemy wants to make you look like rubbish, terrible. But God says, I'm going to reveal my destiny, my purpose and plan. Therefore, the housetop is a place where God's master plans are revealed. Let your plans, your destiny over my life be fulfilled, Lord. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. And through Rahab came, obeyed Jesse. Later on, David, all of them came through and through to the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Your destiny is coming. Get on the rooftop. Come out from what you've been doing normal and say, I want to go up further. I want to go up higher. I am depending on the grace of God to take me higher. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek the face of God. I want to step up from the levels that I am in to go into another level. Help me, Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Mark chapter 2, the fifth one. Verses 1 to 11, I think. Every possible entrance to a house is blocked but they uncovered the roof. Because they wanted to get to Jesus. Glory to God. Everything is blocked. But I will do whatever to get to Jesus. The four men carried a fallen, a paralyzed man. Just like the four Gospels carry your redemption story. The fallen man, you can be redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Glory to God. In the Old Testament, everybody was trying to locate Christ. You understand what I'm saying? He was in the lamb, he was in the ram, he was in the tabernacle, he was in the holy place, he was the blood that was before the mercy seat. He was, he, I mean, everything is pointing, or they're trying to locate Christ all through the Old Testament, all through the Old Testament. The lamb, the ram, everything is speaking about the vessels in the tabernacle, everything is showing up to Jesus. And finally, we have Jesus revealed through the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John have laid us at the feet of Jesus. Fallen man as you and me are, we have redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Amen. You got to find that house stop. If you get to the house stop, the ceilings will break. You will have your breakthrough. Limitations will break off. You got to climb above your education. And then breakthrough is inevitable in your life. Lift your hand and say, breakthrough is coming in my life. Breakthrough in your finances, breakthrough in your marriage, breakthrough in, 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 your, in your ministry, breakthrough in your home, breakthrough in your business, limitations broken off, ceilings broken because you're willing to climb up higher, because you want to get closer to the purpose and plans of God, you want to get close to Jesus. The limitation of five bread and two fishes is broken when it comes to Jesus' hand. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. It's a place of revelation. Acts chapter 10, that's what where we come to. Peter, a spokesperson of faith. He's resting in a house. It's about the sixth hour. And Peter is hungry. Peter is hungry. In the ground level, there is cooking going on. But Peter goes up to the housetop to pray. I think he's more hungry for the apostolic than the natural food. There's a hunger within him. There's a hunger within him. While the food is being prepared, he goes up. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let there be a hunger within you more than your natural food. Ragal to go up higher. To say, Lord, un until until I hear from you, until you reveal to me the purpose and plan over my life. While he's up there in prayer, three men are on the way from the house of Cornelius. Looking for him. While you prayed, that which should come knocking at the door will come knocking at your door. While you go up higher, that which you should step out for will come looking for you. Uh, glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Peter's bedroom was not his housetop. He went up. 
he saw he was in a trance and he saw heavens open glory to god open your mouth and say heavens are opened above my life because of the sacrifice of jesus christ amen glory to god you have access to dreams and visions and prophecies the supernatural is our sheep coming from four corners speaks about authority take authority peter you have authority peter over principalities and powers over spiritual wickedness over darkness kill and eat peter kill and eat and don't be afraid to go with the ones who have been sent by me amen and the seventh one acts chapter 2 verse 1 and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place amen it's a place of equal blessing say that with me it's a place of equal blessing equal blessing cloven tongues of fire came upon everyone who was in that upper room some did not have a bigger flame and some did not have a smaller flame cloven tongues of fire equal blessing glory to god blessed be the name of jesus there were men and women not a different flame for women and a different flame for men there were apostles and prophets glory to god but they all had the same blessing blessed be the name of jesus amen in john chapter 5 in the pool of bethsaida jesus stepped over many a sick person and came to one person 38 years sick so take up your bed and walk in mark chapter 5 many were touching him but none of them were healed until a woman with an issue of blood she got healed when she touched him by faith but the move of the holy spirit in the last days is equal blessing it's a corporate blessing the grandfather and the grandchild will be blessed the husband and the wife will be blessed the man and the woman will be blessed the young and the old will be blessed the rich and the poor will be blessed everybody is blessed in the name of the lord jesus christ everybody gets blessed amen a blessing of breakthrough a blessing of healing the time is over for just one person to receive a blessing get ready for corporate blessings you don't have to be upset hallelujah you don't have to be envious over somebody else because there is a flame for your head too glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus
Lift your hands and say, there's a blessing for me. Amen. Nobody else will take away the blessing that is God has kept for me. Ah, the ministry that God has kept for you, nobody else can take it. It's a blessing for you. Why there are spontaneous? Your finances, God's appointed blessings, commanded blessings are for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, some of us, we have this form of fear of missing out. We think we lose out on what God is going to do. Now, if you get to that house stop, trust in the grace of God, take you to that house stop and seek the face of Jesus. You will not miss out. Amen. John chapter 1 verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Can you imagine that? It takes away your sin. Hallelujah. Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant. Look at John chapter 3, verse 16. We close with that. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. See the blessing of everlasting life. You believe in Christ Jesus? You have? Everlasting life. The moment you are born again, you are ready to die. You have everlasting life. There is nothing that God won't do for you because He gave you Himself. Things that weigh you down is your unbelief. There are many people who still walk in guilt and condemnation. They're not able to come. They think, okay, all that is for somebody else. But my sins are too much. My bondage is terrible. Oh, nobody knows what I've done. Don't allow that guilt to eat you. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse you. Look at the third chapter of John and verse 17. 16 is what you read. Look at 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Can you say that with me? God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world, but that the world through, him through him might be, might be saved. saved. 18th verse. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Can you imagine that? God did not send his son to condemn the world. And there are believers who feel condemned. 
God didn't send his son to condemn the world. If God didn't send his son to condemn the world, why would you condemn somebody else? There are people who think they will be in that lower level and they'll be put to shame. You know, you got to trust God's word. Romans 10 and verse 11 says whoever believes in him shall not be put to shame. Everything that you think will put you to shame, the power of shame is broken over your life the moment you believe in him. When you choose to believe in Jesus. There might be people who try to condemn you. but you have the free gift of no condemnation in Christ Jesus because the moment you feel weighed down with sin with guilt with this feeling of being condemned because people are trying to put you down that weighs you down that keeps you in the lower level but open your mouth and say I have the gift of no condemnation through the blood of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus Christ so you got to reject that condemnation i reject every condemnation reject every condemnation. i receive the gift of no condemnation amen there is therefore now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus i used to sing a song before there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now No condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my heart Give me something there is therefore Okay for now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my life and there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my heart and there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my life that is therefore now that is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my heart and there is death condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my heart there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore now no condemnation there is therefore no condemnation in my heart and there is therefore now No condemnation there is therefore 
no condemnation in my heart, and that is death for Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. So focus on Christ. He's the one who takes you up. Jesus has to be the center of our attraction. Not the preacher, not the song, not the choir leader, not the singer. God has got no substitute for himself. Amen. When you look to Jesus, I mean, this will bubble over. His love, His grace will just bubble over. That's what lifts you up. Our language becomes full of Jesus. I'm excited about Jesus. I'm so conscious that I can do nothing without Jesus. God will take you higher when you focus on his needs and not on your needs. Genesis 1 verse 1 in the beginning God the book of beginnings in the beginning God God has to be the initiator. In the beginning, God. He has to be the starting point. Are you with me? There are people who say, Oh, I couldn't find a preacher. I couldn't get pastor. I couldn't get a prayer line. No, no, they are not the center of your attraction. God is always near to you. The Greek word for Genesis is origin. God is the origin. The entire ministry of the church, everything is to reveal Jesus. So the house stop experience is there, but grace and truth comes came through Jesus. When you look at that. It says grace, truth, and Jesus all together. The power of three. Truth by itself or grace by itself. Now, grace, truth came through Jesus. It's Christ. He's the one who lifts you up. He takes you up into the upper room. He takes you up. Focus on Him. 
John 15 verse 5 Jesus said without me you can do nothing I mean just try to picture it a branch without the wine there's no fruit no flower no leaf can you imagine a branch without a wine that's what Jesus said in John 15 a branch without a wine it'll it, it is just it'll just dry up it'll just wither it's only a question of men how there might be a flower in that branch it's waiting to die if it is cut off from the wine ministry life all that is not for show off it's it's to it's 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 not for impressing people god takes you to the housetop level it's not to impress people god gives you prophetic confirmations not for you to show off it's all to present christ amen so tonight this is the word don't allow weight of guilt condemnation hold you down but by faith come out of shame come out of everything by looking to Christ and everything that I spoke about in house stop will come into your life by grace you focus on Jesus Christ The purpose of my ministry is not for you to focus on me, but for you to focus on Christ. It's not to take a truth from scripture and say, wow, and forget grace and mercy came through Jesus. Grace and truth came through Jesus. Because sometimes, you know, people get so excited about some teaching and they say, wow, ah, they forget Christ. Let me go for the next conference. Let me get that man. Christianity is so simple. He wants you on the housetop, but he's the one who takes you there. His grace. 